0: Hello and welcome. I'm Simon.
1: I am Haney, And I'm Alexander.
0: We are Needip in Tech, covering the latest from the IT industry with a specific focus on Microsoft and how to get actual value from technology. This is episode 233, recorded on August 15th, 2023. You will be able to find this and our previous episodes on NeedipinTech.com, iTunes, Spotify, and on most podcasting platforms. And today I have the huge honor and pleasure and humbleness of presenting our this week's focus segment and it won't be a technical one this time but more surrounding the community and how politics and values uh, affects the IT community should we care should we uh, do we care and and what will the future hold when when politics and other things are creeping closer and closer to everyday life and also the IT community. Um, and, and during the summer, I've had a lot of time to think about how my actions as a community member impacts the world. And, and that might sound very pompous of me, um, but I'm not talking about like how my talks and my technologies that I, this, I speak about impacts the world. More about how I'm Almost communicating the, the values and politics, uh, or taking stance for something that I believe is right, and does it really matter if I decide to speak in a certain country or a certain state or in a certain event? Uh, does it matter if I use Twitter? I will call it Twitter until the end of my days, um, and and how will that imp- those decisions impact me and uh, my career? Um, and and I think we, we are all in agreement on that we might not deliver many answers in this focus segment, but we wanted to start a discussion and, and see what thoughts arises in our listeners' minds when we lift these topics. So, um, Haney and Alexander, do you have any obvious no-goes for conferences or user groups or who you decide to work with or even this? Even when it comes to who you decide to work for.
2: Oh, thanks for putting me right on the spot with this. such a small <laughs> question. Here, yeah. Um, I well, I think since I I could say I'm relatively new to speaking, still uh, done it mm-hmm. for a few years. Uh, in a way, at least, I currently kind of have a set of conferences that I. For so mm-hmm. I haven't at least had to be like I won't go to that conference. But uh, the thing is, I wouldn't have maybe applied to the kind of conference yeah. that I would actually say that I am not going to, mm-hmm. and or or user groups for that matter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of thinking that what would be a factor uh, that would make me say that I'm not going somewhere, and it's kind of one of those topics that I'm not sure I can say anything until I see it, Mm -hmm. but in a way I do think that if I see some organizers being like really uh, openly, uh, just even generally unkind to people, just like treat people in an unfair way or anything like that, mm-hmm. or I would be a part of a conference like that, I wouldn't want to go again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure I can say, you know, any specific countries or anything like that, if that would affect mm-hmm. in any way my decision. But I, I think it's a topic I haven't really thought about that far mm-hmm. because I've only applied to conferences and user groups that I feel comfortable going to. So yeah. I guess I've been a little in my own bubble as well,
1: you you bring up a very good point, Henny, and, and that is the the idea of not thinking of these things. Yeah, in 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 many ways, what we're talking about is privilege, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we all bring different privilege privilege to 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 the table. We're all yeah. white, we're mm-hmm. all from the Western world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon and I are male; we bring the male privilege, mm-hmm. and in some twisted and backward way. Haney gets the female privilege in Mm -hmm. tech, which is not necessarily a privilege in itself, but that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. But to give an example of, I had to take a stand a few years back. I was a fairly new speaker Mm -hmm. and there was a a bit of a a situation in the uh, data community where a speaker was um, accused of behaving badly um, mm. there was some sexual misconduct in there as well but he was also um, an asshat that's mm. as simple as that and he was essentially not outright but essentially banned from the speaker circuit nobody wanted him apart from one event in Poland uh, I just realized when I I looked at the I, I had agreed to come I had agreed to speak. I took a look at the, the schedule and I saw his name. And my first thought was, oh, wow, they, they, they don't know. Mm-hmm. So I contacted them and said, are you aware that the rest of the community is just shunning this guy? To which they said, well, he has not done anything in Poland and he has not broken any laws. So we will give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And again, I was a new speaker. I think this was, I don't know, I don't think I'd done 10 gigs, mm. but I decided then and there that, yeah, no, nope, I am not mm. going to, uh, to pull on. If this is the reason why my speaking career does not take off, mm. I'll take it. And again, I have a privilege. I have a white guy privilege, mm. middle-aged white guy privilege that <laughs> impacted or, or had some effect on how I'm. Um, how I I, I looked at it. But Hmm. so I've, I've been in that situation and I I decided to take a stand and I am exceedingly happy that I did. Hmm. Um, I don't think it really mattered at the end, but it felt right for me. Yeah.
0: And, and I do think that up until like this year, I, I think that if I, on a personal level, like, like you just, uh, Told us Alexander had had that experience. I'm very fortunate that, or for, I don't know if it's fortunate, but I'm not aware of any situations in my community where that currently would be the case. Uh, that might be that we are not talking enough about it uh, in in my part of the community. But I think it's it's this year and. Also, to some extent, with like my greater understanding of how much I as an individual can impact in things that I've actually started to think about it and where I've decided to make changes uh for the future uh we can get back to that at a later stage, but i've promised I've given my word to some cases um where I will be, but I won't apply again due to certain reasons not to do with the conference. Uh, But it's really a change that I'm making. And my reasoning has been, and and this, again, might sound very big, but I'm teaching my daughter that of course you should vote. Of course you should be part of the democratic process uh, because that is important. And if I can't apply that on anything else, like taking a stance, I have a Ukraine flag on my laptop, or I'm not going to this state due to what's happening there, then it's, it's really not true that I'm telling my daughter to go vote. Because if, if I don't do anything as an individual, things won't happen. Uh, but, but I do think that it will have a greater impact, and I hope, that it will be something that more and more companies and organizers and events will actually take into account. question then is, how much should you take into account and will it drive polarization? Because some parts of the world have a very different culture than others and we might have very different ways of seeing it. And if we don't have uh, a certain understanding of different cultures, then we will only end up in our very closed box of things. And that is always the balance to find and having those discussions. Um, so, where do you think we have the biggest impact? Is it for speakers not speaking at an event? Is it organizers not organizing it in a certain part of the world or with? As an example now, not pointing any fingers, a certain hotel chain or whatever. Or is it the attendees not attending a conference because it's in a certain place? So where 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 should we focus? Where should we start?
1: I can I can go first there because I have an opinion, and that is we can only we can only control ourselves. Mm-hmm. We we can only change ourselves and we can only change the way we speak and the way we, we do things. But what we can always, always do is to use the privilege that we have. Mm-hmm. When we started out, we were just random people in the community. Now, and, and this is just, it blows my mind, we have thousand people listening to this podcast every month. Mm-hmm. We have people that, talk to us at events and go, oh, I saw you there. Mm-hmm. I follow your blog. It's just, Why are all these people listening to me? It means that I have a, a platform. I have a privilege mm-hmm. and I can use that. And I will use that to take a stand publicly
0: mm-hmm.
1: because my voice is heard louder, slightly louder than the, the majority, if you, if you will. That doesn't mean that I have more rights. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm more correct in my opinions. It just means that I, I make more noise. I, I'm, I'm heard farther. And mm-hmm. I can use that to speak out when I see something that I think is not compatible with, the, with, with my morals. Uh, be it a hotel chain that treats people badly, whatever. But it's also a very slippery slope, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I can take myself. I absolutely loathe Trump. Trump. We, we, I, I can spend twenty minutes just explaining what I think about him, and that's that's beside the point.
0: We, we'll 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 talk about another person later on.
1: Fair enough. And I debated a lot with myself: should I go to an American conference mm-hmm. when Trump was in the White House? And at the end, I decided, yeah, I I will. It won't matter if I don't. Um, so I decided to to go. But that's, again, nothing is ever black or white.
2: Yeah, I, I agree very much with Alexander point, Alexander's points, that the only thing we can kind of affect in a guaranteed way is ourselves. And it also kind of bridges to the previous part, that we need to make our decisions based on our beliefs and what we think is right. Uh, so that we can feel good about those decisions. That's kind of I think the core point. And yeah, I do think we have some platform as us. I am not sure I can evaluate like which part has the most uh, most impact. It's it's always even if we like speak up ourselves, what kind of impact that will have on others. It's kind of out of our hands. It might have the complete complete opposite impact than we actually intended. So it's always tricky in figuring out what is the right course of action. And I think in some cases it's much more clear. Like if people are being completely mistreated, then it's like kind of easy to make the decision and so forth. But in other cases, it's much more black and white. Mm -hmm. Will I actually, by taking some action, will I make it harder for for example, people in some country to, I don't know, gain knowledge? Will I actually kind of play into the dynamic that is already there and make it harder for people to uh, like go forward in their career to make something for themselves and so forth? So uh, in a lot of cases, it is not black and white, and it makes it really, really difficult.
1: And as your voice becomes stronger, you're... Um, you need to be much more cognizant of how you use it, both intentionally and unintentionally. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I can be much better at uh, is that uh, whenever I'm wrong, and it happens frequently, I need to be as vocal about, I screwed up. I said this, that's simply not true, as I was when I pointed something out. And also be very, very careful with pointing out something that I think is wrong because I might not have all, 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 all the, the information. A smart guy once told me, do not attribute to malice what can be adequately explained by stupidity. And remember that it might be you that's dumb. So you're not seeing the thing.
0: So I, I think one, one thing that, like I, I've struggled with a number of things when we touch on these topics, like where should I draw the line? Like, what questions, what values are most important to me? Uh, and it might not be too obvious, but there are some, like, relatively big things where, especially me and Alexander, aren't in agreement at all. Like, we, can, we couldn't be further from each other, but somehow we have managed to coexist for over 10 years now. Uh, and I think that's where one of my struggles are. The other struggle, which I've really, started to realize, and it it hasn't really to do with this topic, but when I started to organize conferences and user groups, especially conferences, you get into a lot of complicated situations based on who to accept, who should sponsor, what should they talk about, how will everything work, when should who has a certain spot or slot in, in the program, and that is before you add all of these other things, like persons that have values should it should you accept that or not? How will that impact and and where you go from being in a friend and community member relationship into an organizer and a speaker or attendee or sponsor situation, and that has been so much harder than I ever could have expected, so I think like really having those. Complicated reasonings with yourself, and now this is getting a little out of context, perhaps. But I think that is more and more important.
1: Can and can I add something to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's so easy for us to think that we're we're required to figure this out on our own. Mm. This is where the community comes in. Talk yep. to people in the same situation because you're mm-hmm. not alone
0: and like to to get back to people that ha- might have um, views of the world that you don't <laughs> agree with one of the topics that we we have started to see more and more is should we abandon twitter and we in the the last episode of of our podcast we talked about renaming and i think the only thing that trump's <laughs> microsoft's renaming is this stupid renaming of twitter to x like he likes the letter X for some reason. But should we be on Twitter if Elon keeps on using Twitter the way he is?
1: Well, my my answer is short, no. We shouldn't. We really should not touch Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, with a 10-foot pole. It's, it's as simple as that. But there is no alternative. There is nothing on the market that is anywhere near, and the alternatives that crop up, they pop up, they bloom, and they disappear. Hmm. And I'm looking at Blue Sky and Mastodon and whatever they're called. So I'm personally stuck between the rock and a hard place. I know for yep. a fact that a lot of uh, prolific people, uh, Matthew Roche being one of them, hmm. uh, said, nope, screw this, and, and left, Twitter, X, or whatever you want to call it, this week. So, yeah, um, you can always vote with your feet. Mm. And in my case, I'm, I'm torn. Would yeah. I want to be there? No. Uh, is this? It's so important to my daily work mm-hmm. that I, I haven't really managed to get out from underneath it just yet.
2: Mm. Yeah, I, I think I'm in a similar situation. That if there was like an, another option available worked similarly I would be already out of there (laughs) but (laughs) for now I am kind of hanging not doing much there but kind of seeing where is this going (laughs) type of thing
0: Mm. then like this can spawn so many different discussions but let's then talk about LinkedIn or Facebook or some of the other hyperscalers, because what they say have another impact. Elon doesn't care obviously about stock values. I don't see why people yeah but yeah so but Microsoft might have not similar, obviously, um, but individuals at Microsoft might actually share his views yeah. or with AWS or with Facebook, or sorry, Meta um alphabet um <sighs> the days hard. where you had the days where you had one company with one name those were the days yeah but like i think like it goes back to how political should companies be and that is something we have spoken about in other occasions where we have had representatives for technology companies which have said things on social media which is like so far from what i think is right but it's a representative. So at what level does it start to impact? So the the question is how political should tech companies be? And does that impact uh, your willingness to work with a certain vendor or company? And we could also, of course, since we are all consultants, are there clients that you wouldn't work with? So
1: I I can take the the easy easy mm. question first. Are there clients mm. I wouldn't work with? Yes. Mm. I I would not work with Russian companies. Period. Mm. And um a colleague of mine uh, has specifically stated that he will not work with weapons manufacturers. Mm. And the, these are just hard lines. That, that's that's mm. hard no. Mm-hmm. And both of those are are easy to um to explain, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, and, and and stand behind. It's mm-hmm. it's a straight line, it's it's very clear cut. Mm-hmm.
2: I might be taking a little detour here, but it's it's so interesting because if we think back, I don't know, fifteen years, even ten years, mm-hmm. we didn't have all these social platforms. We did not know the political views of the people working at these mm-hmm. companies. So these things did not Affect us. You did not know the political view of your neighbor bringing their kids to soccer practice or something like mm-hmm. that, but now we do, and we cannot, of course, like kind of go back from it. But it is also what uh, kind of I think brings forth those uh, that polarization, where. People do express their views, and then we just go, oh, how can anyone think that way? And we kind of end up in the polar opposite. I don't think I'm answering this Mm. question at all, but I just find it so interesting that we kind of didn't have this problem Mm. quite a short time ago. We did not have to care about this topic. And that's also, I think, why Mm. it is a little bit hard. We're not used to having to deal with this kind of things that you even know somebody else's opinion about a more political topic at all.
0: But, but I don't think you are too far from it, because I think it goes back to this, and I might be completely wrong here, there are probably people that have done essays on this, but I do think that there weren't as common for leaders of big corporations to take political stance in the yeah. same way. They, of course, have done lobbying or whatever always yeah. to think someone something else is just naive. But now it, it's like this company supports this political cause or whatever that has nothing to do with what they do. It's just taking a stance to get points. That That's why I've, I've had that discussion with a former manager where I claim that, and I do still claim companies that do CSR work and market that, I don't like it because it's marketing. It's not for the, like, the cause in itself. If you do it and you don't say anything, then it's good. Would you do it if you didn't say anything? Mm-hmm. And I argue very few companies would and i might be so wrong in that but i i i have nothing against organizations doing it i have nothing against doing marketing for it but don't come to me and say that we are passionate about this question because if i don't say take away the marketing would you still do it and if the question is no then you're not passionate about it you you have issues with hypocrisy is what i'm yeah. hearing and <laughs>
1: and i i think that that is that's kind of what you're both alluding to mm-hmm. i personally think that uh, politics and and uh, corporations have been intertwined for as long as we've had mm-hmm. um for for as long as we've had capitalism
0: yeah mm-hmm. and
1: of course now that is going to open a can of worms but i think <laughs> that most of our <laughs> issues stem from the way that capitalism works today but mm-hmm. also with what, what you both said, that we didn't have social media 10, 15 years mm. ago. I absolutely agree. I was there. Uh, Simon was not. We weren't. <laughs> no. And I think that one, one of the, the main issues is that today it's about the soundbite. Mm. It's about the short, quick, rememberable quote. That's much more important than the actual message, so it's it's all about short-term quick wins, um instant gratification stuff. And also that nobody seems to care. Mm. You can behave like a complete moron on the internet, and people go, Oh, mm. that's horrible. Oh, shiny, squirrel, and they're off to mm. something else. So you can get away with. I was about to say murder, but you can get away with just about anything and people Mm. just don't care. And that's an issue both for the people that Mm. behave badly and for the people that just decides to forget. Mm -hmm.
2: I think one aspect that is kind of hard to figure out is also like, when is something somebody's personal opinion? When is Mm. it a company's opinion? And, Mm -hmm. you know... Does the company then have to do a, something about somebody's personal opinion? If it's too out there, you know, it's just
1: a mess. Does the company endorse this person's opinion? <laughs> yeah.
0: Swedish politics in a nutshell currently. Oh
2: well, yeah. Mm, <laughs> happening on the other side of the point <laughs> as well, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. But just to that point before we start to wrap this up, I've always had on Twitter my opinion's not my employers but have i ever i I can't think of an occasion where i've seen someone post something on twitter where i've thought that this is the company's opinion not the person's and of course others have interpreted things that way but like let's let's take twitter it's yeah. elon's opinions it's not Twitter, as a company, because Twitter as a company probably doesn't have <laughs> a way. Of, it, it's it's how he's using the platform. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's by leaving Twitter, you're taking a stance against Elon Musk, not Twitter as a platform,
1: provided that you can. Of course. Oh yeah, in, in, yeah. In, in the I, case I of, of Twitter, there's a lot of people on visas that mm. if you quit. Yeah, you're yeah, out of the U.S. So yeah. now
0: I'm qu- quitting as a user, not quitting working ah, there. Right. Yeah. Right. That, sorry. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, quitting Twitter as a platform, not quitting Twitter as a work. That is a completely different question, and that of course have a much greater personal impact yeah. uh, than us not tweeting three times a day.
1: Sure, but it would be easy to argue that if you s- decide to stay on. Mm -hmm. working for Twitter, you're a a board with Elon's policies. That is an incorrect statement, Mm
0: -hmm. but it sounds reasonable if you don't look at it in the seams. Again, we are privileged. But starting to wrap this up, I do think that we will revisit this. I'm figuring out my values, and I think that is the biggest benefit I've had from thinking about it that I want to take a more clear stance in a lot of questions that I haven't dared or haven't cared or haven't been aware of that I needed to do previously. But it is hard. And I do think that it does impact regardless if you're an organizer, a speaker, or an attendee. Because in the end, we most of us believe in a democratic system. And then we need to take a stance, regardless of which part we have in that system. Uh, And in some cases, well, we don't have options, but then we might need to start to think of what is it that is so unique to Twitter that we can't leave? And if enough people realize that, and someone with a better business mind than I (laughs) gets that it will happen because i'm also convinced about that we have these hyperscalers these humongous companies today we had similar companies before and they are not there yet or they're still they've gone it will happen because that's how the world works today we will get new hyperscalers they won't be the biggest forever any last thoughts from, from you two?
1: I, I can just say for myself, I was late to the party with the whole concept of, um, of privilege. Hmm. And I'm, I'm ashamed to say that it took me way too many years to figure hmm. out what privilege means and what it means hmm. for me. So I'm I'm atoning, if you will. I'm, I'm spending a lot of time thinking about these things. And, hmm. and I want to say thank you to Simon for bringing this up and, and shining a light on this very very difficult conversation mm-hmm. as you said we have examples where we are diametrically opposed mm-hmm. like I, I i simply cannot understand how you can hold that idea but yeah. i can i couldn't i couldn't fathom not allowing you to to, to have that idea mm-hmm. i don't have to agree with you mm-hmm. to to entertain a conversation and in many cases it's it's a lot of fun to have mm-hmm. a discussion with someone that is completely opposed mm-hmm. to 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 something. Yeah. I learn a lot, not mm-hmm. only about your views, but also about my mm-hmm. views, why they yeah. they, they look the, the way they do. So don't shy away from difficult conversations. That that's what I'm I'm saying.
2: And it's hard to find any answers unless we think about them.
1: Oh that is a very good point. Mm-hmm. And we, we can never know what we don't know, but yeah. we can know that we don't know. And always, always think about what is it I'm not seeing.
0: Hmm. Good. And and on that, we are done for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the conversation. And we will be back next week with a new news episode. And in two weeks, we'll be back with a new focus episode. So until then, take care. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Needy Bintech. in Tech is a biweekly technology podcast hosted by Alexander Arvidsson, Simon Binder, and Heini Hilmarinen. If you have any feedback, questions, or would like to be part of an episode, please reach out to us on social media or via email at podcast at needybintech.com.